The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. A hump day! You're looking live at Tostitos Championship Sidewalk outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, Texas, where I was just notified we have a, a angle, a new angle, because that is where the Christmas tree will be for the Christmas extravaganza that starts at a record-breaking Early time of November 17th this year. So come out and check it out. It is 50 degrees outside. The high today is 54. The low is 32. He is Nate. That is Kurt. You are Shannon. That's Chris Beam in the back. I am Zaddy Holly. Together we make Hanging with the Boy, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us. When we speak. When we speak. And each and every day we are brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets wings. Come on, Brandon Cook. Let's go. Feeling zaddy today, huh? I'm feeling zaddy today. Yeah, I got got my beard cut down yesterday. So I'm feeling, I put some good smell goods on. Did you cut it or you get somebody to do it? I'm not. You get someone else to do it? Yeah, I get somebody to kind of line me up around the side, cut it down a little bit, make me look. That hairline's starting to to creep back on. It's running away from your nose, isn't it? Listen. That's what happens. Hmm. How long are you going to hang happens? on? As long as I can. As long as I can. I don't blame you. I'll tell you something right now. Me too. When I cut my hair, I'm going to Turkey. I'm going to Turkey to get me one of them hair uh, implant things. I'm, are you going to do that? Yeah, man. You're not going to have me around here looking bring crazy. Bring it back. Do the Tom Brady thing. Someone said the uh, – my, my little brother sent the, um, a post to the family group chat. It was a, uh, it was a clip of, of me playing college basketball. Mm-hmm. I got a steal and a layup and other deflection and stuff like that. But it panned one time and it had the side view of me. And boy, was that hairline slow. Oh. <laughs> oh. I had the low cut then, in my freshman year. Uh-huh. I said, look at that. Fast said, forward 20 years. I said, look at that hairline right there. I mean, it was, sh- I even, it was so clean and sharp that I text the barber who used to cut my hair then in, in Chapel Hill. Uh-huh. I text him, what's up, C-Money? I text C-Money. I said, boy, you did your thing on this haircut right here. <laughs> he, just, he just lied. Back I said, in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Oh, man. Some days I said I wish I was a kid again. There you go. What, did you get anything else done? Just beard yeah, just, just, just a beard. And hairline? Um, yeah, hairline. Nothing with the back? You don't no, no, no. That? That's, an, that's another whole other person. Okay. Whole other person. All right. Yeah. So I'm feeling, yeah. So, Kurt, yeah, I'm feeling a little. Well, you look good. Yeah. I feel a little zaddy. I put some cologne on. I like the shirt. Thank you. A little, Thank little you. tribute to 23. Yeah. The greatest player yeah. to ever, ever lace them up. Yeah, I like that. I got the matching kicks to go oh, with it. Oh, you know? look out. You got to just make sure. You got to like coordinate. You I like co- it. Nate and I are coordinating today. I see yeah, that. I do. Uh, Nate, did you trick or treat? Did you get some candy? No, but Josh, Josh, uh, but uh, <laughs> the owner of the, the Raiders did. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, he he went from the uh, the GM to the head coach to the OC. The now he got the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> when is this dude gonna stop trick or treat, baby? Uh, yes, Kurt. How about you? Do you have any trick or treaters? Uh yeah, a few. We don't get a lot. We did. It was a good night. 
That was much that's what happened when, when you live yeah. on that acreage. All, yeah. that, yeah, no. all that acreage. Hey man, let's go up to the creepy guy's house who never talks. His dog's always barking. His kids are hardly, but he don't talk. I was watching the ball game. I wasn't watching anyone. I laughed on the way home yesterday when Kurt goes. My wife was listening in, and she told me to t- not to do anything. Not to tell y'all anything. I, like, you ever been driving, and like, something will pop in your mind, and I laugh for, like, three exits. I just said, she is so right. You just can't tell you can't. us. You can't. Like, she is so right. You just can't tell us nothing no. because we're not going to let you. We're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're yeah, going to well, talk about it. Forget about there's no trust tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, you don't, if you don't preface something by saying, Y'all don't repeat this. Yeah. Then it's it's, it's free game. It's fair game. Yeah, yeah. 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 My own fault. <laughs> so uh, tricks tricks on the Cowboys fans again this year. No signings. Mm. No signings. I don't think any of us expected anything to happen. I told you, Every- Todd was on his way to lunch. Everybody's making a huge deal out of it, though. Eagles mm. made moves. You know, other teams in the NFC made moves and. Philly, uh, Philly made moves. Mm-hmm. Niners made moves. Niners made a big move. Um, who else? I mean, I, I think. I, am I upset that they did not make a move? No. What does worry me is, comparatively speaking, if if you're saying that the teams in the NFC that are contenders to come out of this division, right? You're thinking Philly. You're thinking Niners. You're thinking Dallas. You're thinking Detroit. Ain't nobody in the South. <laughs> right? Like, like, you're thinking those guys. And then, like, yeah. you know, kind of like honorable mention is probably Seattle. Might have been Vikings if Kirk Cousins didn't go down. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's already clear that you're not better than one of those teams. Right. Mm. And you're going to find out about the other one. The Niners, right? Mm-hmm. They made a huge mm-hmm. move. Yeah. Yeah. They actually kind of made two moves. It, it may not pay dividends right now, but they did go and get Randy Gregory a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Then they made the big move for Chase Young. Now, had they done nothing, had the Niners done nothing, they're still better than you. They were still better than you, and they were still now in the last three weeks. I, I get it, but they was if 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 it ended today, and you had to go face the Niners. You would be on a neutral field, even at home. You would probably be the underdogs. And they if they did nothing, they went and made what could potentially be because we're still moving on potential. Huge move. Philly, who New Year, we still got to figure out what is what with that, but. Most would say, right now, they're the number one team in the league. Better than you. Right? They made moves. Now, I know some are going to say, well, the Cowboys made their moves back in so-and-so. Spring, yeah. Back in the spring with Gilmore and with uh, Cooks. Cooks. But what you did in the spring didn't make a difference to what you needed to do against the Niners. Mm. So I'm saying all that the long version to say, I'm not mad that the Cowboys didn't make a move. I'm saying is the team that were already better than you, if nothing happened, made moves. Right. Where does that put does that put you further behind the team that you most likely will have to face in order to get to at least Nate's destination? Right? To the That's NFC it. championship game. Mm-hmm. That's right. Let's go, let's go, Cowboys. And you're gonna have to beat probably <laughs> both of them to get to my destination, yeah. which is the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's the only thing that kind of gets me a little bit like. 
right, cool, you don't have to make a move, but the people that were already better than you made moves. Yeah. To get to get better than mm-hmm. what they already been that much more above you. Yeah. But you believe that your team is the right team in the right place. And I get it. Like there's always two that have to tangle. Right. Right. There's always, I think, I think Broad has said it. You know, you got to get some, you might have some guys in the room that says, coaches go, I'm good. I don't need to make a trade. I, I like I my room. I can win with these guys. I can yeah. win with these guys. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's not just Steven and Jerry. Even though Jerry at times when he wants to make a move, makes a move, and whoever the hell doesn't like it, mm. find somewhere else to, to be like, employed. Would you have liked to have that fourth round pick yesterday to play with? I would like to know yeah, I mean. comparative to <laughs> other teams in the league, how much they shake the trees. Like do they oh, actively they, go out and go, Hey, we'd like to see if there's interest in getting moving this guy? Or if it's, you know, I'd like to know behind the scenes, like which teams are more active, because yeah. there's probably a lot of reaching out and you know kicking the tires to see if you know. But how do the Cowboys initiate it? Yeah, or do they just sit back and wait and go, "We're good. If something falls in our lap, we'll take it." Or are Shorty, they out do, there going, Shorty don't know that you like her until you say something, right? Mm-hmm. Right, like you know, but okay, yeah. how you doing? But I'd like to know. Now like, like, oh, he liked me. Yeah. Now we got something going. Yeah. We got a little. We got a little spark. A little jigsaw right. happening. Are they over doing here. any of that? What I, no. I'd like to know that for every team. I wish there was like a yeah. tracker. I wonder at some point, knowing the way that the NFL is great at creating drama and creating a show with what they've done with the draft and now what they've done with the combine, if they'll put something in place in the next five or ten years around the trade deadline where. You can see what no, what all's going. never going to do that. Too much of a competitive advantage, probably. Too, yeah, that, and you stuff start goes, pissing yeah, you, players off. You, and, you, because that's a deeper hole than yeah. I think they're willing to give. Because I mean, there's agents involved. Right. There's there's conversations involved. There's and if you things, mention a player's name, then he gets mad and he's like, "Yeah, yeah. I, don't I mean, because you know, agents sometimes have a lot to do with trades and and things like that. Definitely, and has you, a lot to do with rumors. <laughs> Rumors, yeah. you know, a and source, and it's always sometimes it's it's the it's the it's the play not only for today, but it's the play for tomorrow. It's the play for, well, you know, I got it now. Mm. I got one guy who's looking to get moved, but don't forget, I'm also representing your best player on your team. So let's yeah. make this shake <laughs> yeah. for us, yeah. and then I may be a little bit more lenient. On this, I'll be in his ear on this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so the, mm-hmm. there, 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 there's a lot that happens behind the scenes, and I don't, I don't, I don't think teams, I don't think owners, GMs, yeah, that's in the league don't. Uh, you don't want those things to come out. Sure would be fun though. Yeah, my fans to be a fly on the wall. Yeah. All right, Nate, what you've been waiting for all week? Who we got to worry about on that Fletcher? Who we got to worry about? Which one? Which one we got to worry nah, about the nah, most? Nah, you start nah, talking nah, about that Fletcher <laughs> Cox hey, and your mouth start he, watering. He ain't heard a word we look. said, and we brought that up, boy. You, look you, at those notes, look, boy. No, no, you, I don't, you, don't you have no notes. You that Fletcher Cox, boy. Yo, you start salivating over uh, there. No, no, Jesse's gonna always give you the details, but <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this right here: this team has 25 sacks in the what seven games, eight games they played. Uh, they've given up. They're giving up 65 yards per game. They got four interceptions. 65 yards. Rushing, rushing yards. Yeah, rushing. rushing. They give that up a game. 
Uh, it's 3.8 yards per attempt. I didn't realize their rushing defense was that. They got stopped. six fumble recoveries out of 13 tries. Their weaknesses is their pass. They give up 247. They've given up 16 TDs. But let, let me say this right here. We will – last week, we wasn't trying to run the ball. This week here, you better try to run the ball. Mm. Play action pass better be a part of what you're trying to do. Why would you try to run the ball against a team that is only giving up 65? Because you don't – I'm glad that you asked. You're welcome. Because you don't want to release number seven, Hassan Riddick, who has (laughs) 6.5 sacks. You don't want to release Josh Sweat, number 94, that has 5.5 sacks. You want to make sure they stay in their pass lanes. You don't want to give them a two-way go. If you look at our tackles the last two or three games, teams have been just uh, at least seven or eight times where they just get quick escapes. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to keep these guys in their lane. And I, like, now, like I say, Jesse will go deeper because their they're secondary oh, yeah. can be had. They said, but you're going to have to set it up. You're not just going to drop back and just – you know, do it. This is a game where if we don't have our running game in play, this is a game where Dak has to move himself around. Coach cannot let this man think that he can stand in one place. He will have to move around in order to to survive this. Uh, our running backs gonna have to be at his best, uh, picking up blitzes because they, you know, they got the dudes running around in 17 and all different numbers. I thought they was fat, overweight safeties, but these were linebackers. linebackers. You notice that, Jess? Yeah. I'm like, these dudes, this is linebackers. This week, if you want to know who the good guys are, all 90s. All yeah. 90s. Yes. Everybody that went 90. Everybody yes. that went 90s. So so you want to establish the run so they you, can't you just got, bend their ears back every try time. to run. Right? Keep them in check. Yeah, you got to keep them in check. But if you don't keep them in check, this team is good enough to uh, – like we are, it, our our key is this: we are built. The Cowboys are built to play from a lead. Mm-hmm. That's much I'm gonna talk about our defense. This team is built to whoop yo. Mm. <laughs> I'm not joking, man. Now Jesse, so tell well, them tell do, them everything I didn't tell them. But how does a team that's averaging 3.9 yards a rush suddenly rush against the number one? I mean, what can they do differently to? You got to try. I, I I've seen teams. And I'll give you an example. Last, uh, two years ago, we, uh, uh, I think it was a 49, well, it was Tampa Bay. They rushed like, and won a playoff game. They rushed 30 times, probably got about 95 yards. Just trying to keep guys at home, trying to keep guys in their area. The worst thing you can do, man, is give a, a, a defensive end a two-way go in and out. You know, the waggles are going to be big. The bootlegs are going to be big. Dak just naturally, just being Dak, the old Dak, just moving around, going to keep these guys right. But what we can't have, this will be a game where our coach will just come in the, come in the meeting room, Tony Wise will come in the meeting room. Hey, fellas, no quick, no quick escapes. You can't not let. These guys are too good. If you give them a quick escape within that first uh, second, when that quarterback is, you know, turning his shoulders to get set, and if, if that guy's already there, there's no chance. So you you can't have a quick escape. You're asking too much from Tony. You're asking too much from the other backs to be able to get up there quick enough to help you. Every, you're going to have to make a guy work through you. 
So you're going to have to know your lanes as an offensive lineman. You're going to have to understand how each and every play works. And it would not hurt if the quarterback said, hey, fellas, because Troy used to do it for us. I don't know how they do it today. Hey, fellas, I need a little extra time. So whatever you got to do. Fall down. Be a gouge. Get a, you know, get a hanging. You know what I'm saying? Grab a hanging. You know what I'm saying? Do whatever you got. But you get what I'm saying? You know, now, Jesse, give him the, give him this well, fine I, details. I want, I want you to define <laughs> what does that mean? You grab a hanging, What baby. does that mean? Yeah. Does it mean what I think it means? Yes, it does. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's take a break. Right. And get Jesse on the final yeah, we'll get, parts yeah, of Yeah, then we'll get Jesse involved. We'll let Jesse talk. We come back on Hanging with the Boys. Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home-gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouth-watering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to hanging with the boys. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, you to the <laughs> How about you, Jess? How is it mixed? <laughs> the second segment each and every day is brought to you by blockchain.com. Blockchain.com. Nate may have had the funniest line we've had in the five years of the show. How long have we been doing this show? Uh, what did you get with us, Jess? What How you long got you with been us? on, Jess? 
four, four? years. This, this is four your fourth year. This yeah. four years. And we did it what one or one two? Year, one, one year before, before you? two. One? Maybe it's one. I had to go research that. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for that, Nate. I needed oh. a, I needed a good laugh <laughs> yeah. to get my get my blood going. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Jess. The moment you've been waiting for. Break Talk. it all down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> And think up, think before you speak. Absolutely. Okay. As I go deeper. <laughs> okay, we start. No. So here's the thing. You know, Philadelphia Eagles defense, uh, they're led by their first-year defensive coordinator, Sean Diasi. So you pronounce it? Diasi? So. Yeah, D-E-A. His dad played with me. Did he? Yeah, I think his dad. Chris, look that up. Uh, it's Ted, right? It's different, I think. Oh, it's a different? Oh, Diasi. This dude is Indian. Oh, no. That's me. I didn't play with his father. Okay. Then you didn't. Okay. Um, defensive coordinator, what they want to do, they, they, they've they transitioned from a 4-3 to a 3-4. And let's just be honest, ladies and gentlemen, where their strength is at is up front. The, the names are there. The productivity there. One of Nate's favorite players is on Let's that defensive that. front. Um, Fletcher Cox is the lead dog. He's the veteran. How old is he? Kurt, look him up. How long has he been in the league? Hey, you have a uh, what's it called right yeah, there in front I don't of feel you. Like yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't cut Jess off, man. Let him have it thin. Yeah. He's uh, what is he? Thirty-two. 32 years old, uh, Fletcher Cox, you got uh, Jordan Davis. I'm sorry, not Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter. They're all world rookie out of Georgia. He mm-hmm. went out last week with the back injury. They're talking about that he'll probably be able to um, play this week. The one thing I want people to realize, um, you know, because when you go and you watch film, I watch the Jets game, I watch the Miami game, I watch all these films, and I, I kind of stopped myself and I had to remember one thing. And – Nate, you'll probably be the only one in this room that will be able to relate to this. When you go and you watch things on film, I then remember to myself, whatever I saw in a positive way, it's going to be amped up even more because they're playing the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Like that is a real thing. And I've lived it. I've been a part of it. And now sitting on this side of the coin, I watch this stuff and I go, oh, yeah, we can win there. Then I go, they're going to bring extra for the Cowboys. Like, it's just it, – I don't, I don't know how to truly to, 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 to explain it or to verbalize it. But, you know, they're talking about Jalen Hurts. He looks banged up. He hasn't run as much. He has a bone bruise on his knee. Not Sunday. Not Sunday. Like it, it matters, right? Like, and he was the player of the week this past week. Yeah, he was the player, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the Tom Brady mentality. Like when you played the Patriots when they were great, you always, as a fan, I'm sure it's the same way for players. You always got up a little bit more for yeah. for that. You a little bit more amped, right? You know, it means a little bit more, right? So you, when you look at what they do up front, I mean, just think about this. You got is Brandon Graham. Is he now, still good? Who? Brandon Graham. He's a, he's. This is how good they are up front. He has become a rotational player. <sighs> like before, he used to be a staple in that defensive line. He's in a rotation with a, another good guy comes behind him and Derek Barnett. Then you got Fletcher Cox. Then you got Jordan Davis, who's in rotation with Jalen Carter. Then you got the the Sweat brother. You got uh, Josh Sweat. Now the next guy I'm about to name. This is the guy, and, and we can talk about Jalen Carter. We can talk about Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and all these guys. Can I guess? This is the guy who we're gonna have to <laughs> block. Number, number seven. Number seven. Hassan. 
Hassan Riddick. Nate said it earlier. They had 25 sacks on the year. Right now, Hassan Riddick has six of them. What? And the thing about Hassan Riddick is it's because he gets so much one whatever we do, Schoonmaker, McEwen, Ferguson, Mm -hmm. do not think you're going to block him with one of those guys. You're just not. You if if you think you're going to have success with 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 one of those guys trying to block Hassan Reddick one on one, you are in. Dak is in for a very long football game. The thing about it is, what they do defensively, they they have so much depth and 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 dudes up front that Hassan Reddick gets these one on one matchups. And it's the one spot that we've kind of really been struggling in. Like we people haven't talked about it because Tyron's been out. Some other Terrence Steele hadn't been playing very well lately. Yeah. And that's going to be the matchup all day long. It's going to be Hassan Riddick. It's going to be Terrence Steele all day long. The only good thing about that, it's on Dak's front side. So a lot of times he can see it coming. But Here's where it becomes very difficult out. It's because when Hassan reach, Hassan Reddick beats you around the corner or he creates the pressure around the corner, where do you want to go? You want to step up into the pocket, right? Well, here comes Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Here comes you know Carter. Here comes uh, um, uh, Davis. That's what you're walking up into. So this is this is when you talk about when Nate was saying we got to try to establish the run game. It's not necessarily just so that you can. And I'm not into just running for running's sake, but it's in the it's in the realm of I gotta I, I I can't let them do to us what we do to other people. If they can just if Hassan Reddick and company can pin their ears back and just go get our quarterback, we're in for a long day. Mm. We have to be able to at least get some sort of remnants of a running game. And the second part of that is because on the back end. You're going to see a lot of man-to-man coverage. This team, it says, we're so confident in the guys that we have up front that we're going to play man-to-man coverage on the back end. And you can beat them. You can beat them. They just went and they did the trade a week ago and got uh, Kevin Byard from Tennessee to help man the back end of that defense. Of course, you know about big pace. But that's me. Nate's watching, <laughs> watching our show. No, I just wanted him to say that again. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted him to say that again. I did that on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you, you, got, you got Darius Slay, big play Slay out there. So a lot of times they're going to play man-to-man coverage. It's going to be a lot of single high. It's going to look like man-to-man coverage. It's going to be man-to-man coverage. It's going to be cover three. Um, they're going to do some different things. So they're, the ability to win outside, this is going to be another one of those games where at the end of this game, it should read, boy, what a what a game for CeeDee Lamb. Another 14 targets. Because they're going to they're going to say, we trust in our front seven so much. You're not going to run on us. Right. You're not going to run big on us. And we believe that if we can just hold coverage just for a second, Hassan, gonna Sweat, we're going to get to you. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to create some we're going to create some pressures in the middle. With all that strength up front. They don't blitz, they blitz like 18% of the time. They don't have to blitz. Right. So, But does that mean more guys are dropping back, making that coverage even tougher? Even no, they're no, no, no. They're a man. So this yeah. is, they're a man. They, they, play little, they play a little bit of zone. But the, for the most part, they're a man. And this is a lot of guys at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. You talk about your four, four guys and then you know your two or three linebackers. And again, you look up and you see number 17. You think it's a safety. It's actually a linebacker. It's, it's not a safety. It's a linebacker. You see 41. 
He's a, he's a linebacker. He's yeah, a linebacker, safety. right? Yeah. So you see these guys, they, they you think they're a safety, but they're actually um, linebackers. Yeah. Hmm. So for, for the Cowboys, when you look at this, the way this defense is playing, very aggressive, in your face. And this is something that we struggle with. This is, and I'll say, take that back. This is some of the stuff that we struggle with at the receiver position minus C.D. Lamb. Hmm. The rest of the guys have struggled getting off press coverage. Being in your face, this is the physical defense. You, you talk about matching the physicality. This is going to be the second game that the Cowboys have faced this year where you're going to have to, you're going to, have to match a level of physicality. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with Tyra Smith. Um, they said you know he wasn't going to practice until Wednesday or, uh, or till today, tomorrow. till tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is weird because Thursday is when all the injuries seem to happen for the Cowboys. I think he's only practicing one day a week. <laughs> okay. So if you don't have Tyron Smith, there's going to be a backup out there. And there's been some – I mean, even Zach Martin kind of had his share of, 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 of missed opportunities last week. Um, same thing with Terrence Steele. So up front, it's going to be – it's going to be – Trouble. Not trouble, but it's going to be imperative. <laughs> this group has to bring their A game. Like this is – this week is – got to have one of your best offensive line games of the When season. we come back here Monday and Kurt looks up PFF the grades – we need to have three or four guys in that PFF graded out high. Top ten. We we have to have guys being like, oh yeah, Zach Martin graded out number three. Terrence Steele graded out here. Tyler Smith, who's been playing well by the way, he graded out as one of the top guards in in the in you know in the NFL for that week. If it's not that, it can it can potentially be a long day. Yeah. So back to your point. You think they got to establish the run and have some kind yeah, of running some game, type of to, running game to keep the guys just for honesty. But yeah. but let me let me add yeah. on to that. Yeah. And it's not just for honesty, yes, but for play action. Yes, that's what it's for. For play action. That half a second that you For freeze. play action. Again, if this team is going to line up and face you man to man, if I can get some play action going. You can get some plays down the field, right? James Bradbury is what we like to call a mouse in the house. He can be barbecue chicken. Like he's a guy, if you want to set it up right, you can you can pick on Bradbury. We've we've known him for a while. And to be honest with you, Dak has had a ton of success against the Philadelphia Eagles, right? Because for whatever reason, he gets up for these football games as well. 11 career touchdowns to one interception against the Philadelphia Eagles. Almost 880 yards, a 79% completion percentage for Dak Prescott going against the Eagles in his career. He wins against the Eagles, right? The problem is that this is is probably the best Eagles team that he's ever faced. So he's going to have to be very, very good. This is going to be another game for Dak where he has to kind of get on to that when the opportunity presents itself, I don't have to have 100 yards rushing, but I got to go and get those third downs pickups yeah. when necessary. Because those pockets, I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, that pocket is going to collapse. Yeah. More often than you probably want it to throughout the course of this game. But I think if Dak is right, if he is good at what he does, if you see more of him at the line of scrimmage, if you see more of Mike McCarthy doing more of the motions, so now I can identify what is happening in front of me defensively. Now I'm able to go, okay, I, I, they did a great job. Cowboys did a great job last week on getting matchups where I can line up CD one-on-one with space. That's going to have to be impaired this, way, this week. I don't know if, if Darius Slay is going to travel with um, CD, I believe he's done some of that before in the past. I go watching games, but I believe he did some traveling a year or so ago against um, against CD Lamb. 
But even though even there is slaves up there in age too, like he we don't think we don't talk about it enough. But he and Stephon Gilmore are up there in the same kind of they both 11, 12 year veterans in the league, 30 something. Oh, he been around. Yeah, 30 something years old. So he's up there as well. And while he'll make a big play every now and again, he gives up big plays as well. So for him, um, you know, th- th- this this has to be one of those deals where the ball comes out quick. Uh, guys are winning at the line of scrimmage. And then the guys up front, those hogs up front, Nate's boys, they have to have one of their best games because this defensive front, without them, and they don't have to, to your point, they don't have to blitz. Yeah. They don't want to blitz. They're saying, we drafted, we signed all the blitzing and dogging we need right here with guys like Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett and Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter yeah. and and, Monte, uh, I'm sorry, and Joshua, Hassan Riddick, and Kobe Dean, and, and, all, and Zach Cunningham. And, and what they do is they have a rotation of these guys. For, for a large part of the year, Jalen Carter wasn't even playing the whole game. He was playing like 25 snaps. But he was coming in fresh and, and, and giving you – Max effort for those 25 snaps. He's gotten more and more involved, and I don't know if he's going to go on a pitch count this week with the back injury, but that's the rotation that they have. They're constantly bringing in, like, good, like, they're not bringing in second tier guys. Like, you're literally going from um, Brandon Graham to Derek, to Derek Barrett. Sir? Barnett, excuse me. How do they, it almost feels like Tyron Smith is hand, handcuffing him a little bit. You don't know if he's going to play. How do they prepare? That's why I wasn't playing. You just wouldn't go. Uh, wait, that's a great question, and that's a great answer that's about to be made. <laughs> let's take a break first, and we'll hear from Nate Newton. What are you now? He's the voice of reason. What are you? I'm hanging. Fanboy? I'm hanging. We'll come back and pick Nate up after the break. A, I live in a different community. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hanging with the boys. <laughs> I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. 
We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash fan of the year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to the show. The last segment each and every day on Hanging with the Boys is brought to you by Jigsaw, the official dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Now that we know we're in trouble up front, it's a great question Kurt had with Tyron kind of game time decision last week and sounds like he's not practicing this week. What was your question, Kurt? Well, how does it does it handcuff them in their preparation? How do they prepare not knowing if Tyron's going to be in there or not? By by Tyron, it may sound funny. By him doing this for for the last six years, Tell doing the same thing, you don't know whether he's going to play. So they they accustomed to it. Hmm. But what I but what I hope is that they make a decision early enough in the week so these guys can work, so the left tackle and the left guard can work together. Because when you when they do, they get the Eagles will give you. A guy over the both tackles, a guy over the nose guard, two guys standing up, two linebackers standing up. They'll cover both guards. They'll cover the center. Two wide nine techniques way out there. They'll run games from any of these, any of these positions. Hmm. So now you want to be able to work with the guy next to you, kind of, you know, just – I don't know how you say it, when you just work together and know you're working together. You know what I'm saying? Without talking a lot. I don't know what that word Synchronization. is. Synchronization. Yeah, thank you. I got you. And, and, and so – they won't have that no. with Tyron not being there. That you know, it's just I love Tyron, and that's as far as that go. I love you, bro, <laughs> but you you ain't out there, bro. You got to practice. You you and I know it ain't full speed, but I'd rather have a guy that I know know gonna be there, and then we know how to help this guy because now we ain't gonna get Tyron as much help as we gonna get the other guy. But now all of a sudden we got to kind of alter the game plan, just tweak it just a little bit because of the other guys in. I, I'd rather start the game out like that. Starting you know, with 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 Chuma, Chuma or either uh, awesome. I'd rather just start the game out like that, knowing that my okay schoolmaker, you ain't gonna catch nothing, so let's go over here and block. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> <laughs> caught two balls this year. <laughs> two balls. Okay. One for a touchdown. All right. Okay. Speaking of, Kurt has a great stat here. Uh, about the tight ends, they are getting twenty percent of the targets, and Ferguson is getting seventy five percent of those. You need they, to get eighty percent of them. Do they need more from the tight end position? No, nope. get get them all from him and throw the rest of them onto Tony Pollard. So just make him your featured tight featured end. Featured tight end and throw the rest of them to Tony Pollard. How's he doing in the blocking game? He's good, but teams has been. <laughs> You know what's funny? He'll like, get in the way, bro. Yeah, Nate's like, comment in the break. That's two breaks yeah, ago. Boy. That's 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 the one I'll be driving. You know what's great about and, and laughing. You know what's at great that. about Nate as I pull into my neighborhood. Yeah, I'm like Nate was right. 
when you forget about it, Nate will bring it back up later, just so you remember. That's what's so great about you. You're under the radar. God, I wish y'all could hear what we talk about in the breaks. They can in the hallway, according yeah. to us. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks to Chris. Chris. Thanks to Chris. You know what we need to do, too? We need to find out what time you can take the tour to come through here while we're on the show. I've had a lot of people ask me that. Yeah, a lot it's of listeners. tricky because they don't – I think there's a noon hour where they don't start any. Ah. But I'm not – Sure. So, I mean, we, there was one every once in a while we'll see them come through here. Mm-hmm. But I don't they know. like to do it when they have practices, too. So, mm-hmm. give the fans a chance to think they may see a practice. Up, up the road down the field? Yeah. Because they're not seeing them in the game? <laughs> that's foul. I'm sorry. That's I'm, foul. Should have said that. That's that's that was it ain't no worse than school making on. That's fine. Go ahead, Jesse. I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> Talk about tight ends blocking. And he said that Ferguson. Yeah, was doing like we. The days of. Of Jay Novacek, of Jason Witten. They're gone. Done. Yeah. They're was, done. Was Witten a good – was he a good blocking type? Yeah, get in the way, man. Yeah. Yeah, like early in his career, absolutely. As he got older, he understood angles. And, like, he re- like the thing that Jason really understood, when he lost all of, like, the athleticism and the speed, he understood angles. He understood angles. He understood positioning. He understood, like, listen, I I, I can't – I ain't strong enough to, do, to deal with you right now, so I'm just going to get in front of you and I'll, I'll, I'll just do something like this, and now you got to go around me. The ball's going outside, right? So he mm-hmm. understood that part. But the days of, of the Jay Novacek's – of the you know the the Algae Crumplers, we had a big brother man came from Miami that was our blocking t- tight end. Golly, the Dan Campbells of the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Dan will block somebody right now. Right oh. now, <laughs> I bet he could play right now. Like they just that that's it's gone. It's gone. Like at this point in time, you're just saying, hey, just 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 get in front of him. Just just get in the way. Just get in the way. Two like, seconds. Just don't just don't olay him. Just big just, as big as schoolmaker is. I watch him sometimes. The few times they ask him to block, he for he stands like 6'5", 260 pounds. But I'm like, why do he look like he like six foot two hundred thirty when he blocks? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, he don't he look as do it, yeah six five two fifty five. Yeah, but the, he, the one like the one tight end that's still willing to block and his history comes from like blocking that I see often. And still is a is a baller in the pass catching is George Kittle. Kittle, yeah, Kittle get off. George man. Kittle, and then like you look at uh, Laporta. I guess it's the Iowa thing, right? They both come from Iowa. They're going to run the football, so you're going to have to block if you're going to the Iowa. Mm-hmm. But those are two guys that you can look at. Then they got the one big kid. He blocks really well from Georgia, the rookie. Oh, for he for Pittsburgh, yeah, he blocks nice. Oh, he just. It, he every bit of six foot eight. That, <laughs> yeah. joke, that he looked like a left tackle. Right. Is it harder for a tight end to learn to block? Blocking is all about effort. Blocking is effort. Yeah. It's some technique in it. Like it's, it's won't I should say. I should say blocking is effort when you outside of the offensive lineman. I'm right. not going to disrespect offensive lineman. That is a sweet science of that. Yeah. But like receivers and tight ends, like. You gotta want to do it. You, you gotta want to stick your nose in in someone's face mask and, and block. Them. All right, here's another question. Once you get to the pro level, and this is any, I guess any position, can you learn a new skill set? Yes, you can. Yes, hmm. yes, you can. Because I could not pass block, not nothing serious until I got to the NFL. So what what made you 
take that next step. Or I how? wanted to continue to play in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. Want to. Yeah. Want to. Yeah. When I first came in the league, I said, special teams. That ain't for me. What are you talking yeah. about? I was working security, and it was like, you want to play special teams? I said, and I came in when it was a four-man wedge. Right. Point them out. Yeah. <laughs> Which one you want me to run down here and go hit? And all of them had 90 numbers. Need to improve my neighborhood. I need to improve my neighborhood. (laughs) Which one you want me to? This futon ain't cutting it for me. And it was like, hey, I need you to go down there and and knife right between those dude dudes at 330 pounds a piece. Say less. It's It's either that. Or security. Or security and T-Mobile. <laughs> I'm like, line them in Memphis. Oh, I'm going to die out here before I go back to doing that. Can like, you, security, I, security on ninth floor. Security. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a want-to thing. Can you learn a, a I guess, a skill position skill set, like catching or? Yes. Repetition. That's, rep, that's a rep. That's or a rep identifying a hole, you know, yep. vision, things yep. like that. So you can. Yeah. See, the vision like, say, Jess may have natural vision, mm-hmm. you know, whereas a guy that ain't got it, he can learn a little bit, but he'll never be with Jess because right. mm-hmm. he's natural. You know, but certain things, guys, I mean, they work. I mean, uh, I can't think of the guy we let go back to. We let go to Jacksonville. He was a, a, a right Alan tackle. Alan Hearns? No, no, no right okay. tackle. Chill out, Miss Hearns. No, no, it was a uh, right tackle. I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Tall kid. Uh, oh, yeah. My mom and his mom are actually friends. Yeah. Uh, what's his he name? had to Shoot. work. His, he It'll worked. Come to me. He worked and he worked and he worked, and uh, because Parnell, had, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Parnell, Parnell. Yeah. his feet weren't nice, his hips weren't nice, but he worked, he worked, and he worked himself right into a million million dollar contract. Uh, a nice little man. contract, yes, sir. I guess that's true. You just you don't hear about a lot of guys once they get to the league that they get better as they go. Right, you, there's a few like him. I think Ron Leary got better. Set, Miles Austin. Like Miles. I played with Miles Austin. Not a ton of them. Usually, it's kind of like whatever you come in the league with that skill set. That's usually the, you the, know. the thing though that's amazing is when you outside see, of that first or second year, you know, you yeah. take that jump. When you see a guy that's got gifted skills and grow mentally, that's that where it's at. Beast. It's when bro. you can grow mentally when you yes, understand sir. the game. When you understand yeah. the game now, what it what it does is you understand more about what your strengths are mm-hmm. and how you can maximize them. And then the thing that you don't do well, you can kind of work on them to yeah. kind of get close the gap a little bit. But the biggest part about it is I don't care what skill sets you have. If you don't know what the hell's going on, yeah. it make, it doesn't make a difference. No. You can, oh, he's really fast. Yeah, he's going the wrong way. <laughs> it don't make you. He, you know, he's really well. If he doesn't understand where, if he doesn't, if it's a running back and he's really fast, but he doesn't understand the blocking scheme in front of him and how this hole is supposed to open up or how he's supposed to set the block up to get to his destination, he'll just keep running in the back of, to Nate, and and, and then he'd be I'm he'd be you, smelling Nate farts. And Emin, <laughs> Emin is smart. Emin is smart. So uh, I'm just gonna tell a quick story. Yeah, no. Emin is smart. Yeah. But Emmett used to – oh, he well, he, he was in, in Florida. You know, he cut back when he wanted to. We had this play called a stretch play. And where you had to take this thing to the outside eye, at least to the outside eye of the guard, the outside cheek of the guard, to the inside cheek of the left tackle, right tackle. Emmett take two, three steps. And they just kept telling him, kept telling him, till we played the Giants. And he stepped back and then Lawrence tell him. <laughs> 
<laughs> he start, did he start stretching it out? He started, he started getting to the outside out of the, left, of the right tackle, inside out of the tight end. Pain is a great teacher. Pain is a great teacher. He stepped back in there too quick, and Lawrence Taylor made him, boy. Wow. And didn't have to tell him again, huh? Nah. That was nah. it. Nah. Then we changed the offense, too, because Jimmy said we're going to cater to him, not to him cater to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting stat of the day. Yeah. Weren't you looking someone up? Who? Marquise Bell. Oh, yeah. I said that earlier, didn't he? He's number no, one. Not on the air. Oh, sorry. Number one uh, on Pro Football Focus among linebackers. For the year. For the year. Yeah. And he's Out a safety. That ain't what Coach win. told me. As soon as I, the, the kid from Texas got hurt, he said, Hey, I found my linebacker. Who started that? Because that's a trend now. What? Safety-type builds are now um, stepping Buda in. Baker. Is Buda that? Baker, yes. Buda Baker. Who was his D.C. when, was it Mar- when they did Mars? That? Was it Coach Mars? Raheem? Raheem, was it him in, with Buda? I don't was, know. Was Quinn yeah. using that any when he was back with Seattle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he used it, but it just didn't come big to Buda. The Buda yeah, it's got to be – I wonder how that wor- – we're almost – we're out, actually out of time. But Darren Wilson really started it. But Yeah, I was going to say, because it's one thing to have that talent be able to play that position – but then have a DC that believes in you enough to do it in a game. Yeah. When a game's on the line. They called like, it, they used to call it the, the, we called it the star. Yeah. Or the buck. Because y'all had big Roy. For no, I was after Roy. I'm talking about the but safety. You he, was after I was after, but okay. like just in that, in that term, you would right. hear like, oh, this is the star backer, you know. And the diff- I think the difference between like Darren was, Darren came down into the box. Right. These jokers is in the box. They're starting they the start in yeah. the box. Like Buddha and them was like in the box. Yeah, and it's yeah. not just a package. It's like the whole game you're playing. This is it. There. This yeah. is the base defense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas, great show. I will not be here tomorrow. Y'all have to do it without me. Kurt's going to be hosting. I will be back Friday. Jesse, good seeing you. you Nate, good seeing you. If you can you. learn things on the football field, Kurt, you can learn good things seeing in you. Here, baby. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air and turned off in the uh, hallway. Nate, thanks for providing the uh, entertainment in the breaks yes. today. <laughs> Jazz, thanks for keeping Chris company in the, the back. Josh, $10. thanks for keeping us on <laughs> the social and internet channels. We will be back tomorrow. Cowboys defense. Eagle, oh, I'm going to miss y'all's breakdown of A.J. Brown. You can actually listen. The baddest man. I will listen. I have to listen yeah, to it on sure. demand. Yeah, right. I will. Yeah, right. I'll listen. We'll see. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. They'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back <laughs> Friday. See y'all then. Hang it with the boys. We out. Later. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!